to Big Red Couch, the podcast about making role-playing games. A group of GMs and players draw ideas from the mystery box and bring their game pitches to you. Welcome, listener, to this very, very special episode, episode of the Big Red Couch. Both Craig and I had some real life issues to contend with this month, and what follows is an artifact, a time capsule of poor choices and dodgy audio quality that we hope will tide you over while we get things back on track. A beginning is a very delicate time. Know, then, that it is the year 2013, and bronies rule the known internet. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the elusive content. And the Big Red Couch crew thought to harvest the rich actual play potential within a fan-made RPG. Craig, Tonya, and Ben, with the occasional hacking, wheezing, and other help from Kevin, sought to create characters and record a game. But the technical challenges and the remaining vestiges of ability to feel shame meant the prophecy did not come to pass. The game in question was My Little Pony while playing as Magic, also known as... This will be explained later. record things you can sort of stop and then start again right? yeah well if we give it a chunk of time just to record nothing that should do it there you is... were just waiting until one of us cracked weren't you <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a function in there that I used to figure out how to work but can't anymore which does exp- does theoretically allow you to say this is what the background noise sounds like Remove it from everything. Sweet. Probably worth playing with. Yeah. I, I was seconds away from cracking and start to imitate EM, uh, EMF recordings. Oh, not EMF. It's like the ghost voices on. Um, <laughs> ghost voices on. Like, <laughs> mm, I'm in the basement. Check mm. <laughs> the shed. Stay out of my shed. Hmm? Sorry. That's a reference anyway. that you're not going to get. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Here we are at Big Red Couch, number we don't know, doing Hi. a read around of the character generation system of My Little Pony. Present with us are Craig, because he owns the machinery. Hello. And Ben, because it was his idea to do the pony thing. And me, because I'm trapped in the room with these guys. Uh, <laughs> not present with us. Is Kev, because he's come up with some flimsy excuse about being sick or having student essays to mark or some some complete rubbish like that. Although we may hear him in the background from time to time cursing said invisible students. Yeah, if if if, if at any point there's a cry of "Have you the brain worms?" Solid chance it's Kev. I represent that remark. That and you him. may have been able to pick up that. <laughs> Alright, okay. so, so if this fast is all my responsibility, we might as it well... It totally is. It's it not. is completely your fault, dude. Oh, 
Fault, not responsibility. Okay, well, that's true. We here at the Big Red Couch are completely irresponsible. It's true. <laughs> Say so on the tin. Well, the uh, work in front of us is the uh, My Little Pony Role-Playing as Magic Game by Roan Arts. And if you want to check it out, it's at mlprim.com and comes in a variety of formats. It is entirely free. Um, so Hasbro does not sue the individuals in question out of existence. And like the rest of the pony thing, it's worth discussing, I suppose. <laughs> Let's have a... It's brightly coloured. It's pastel. A lot of love has been put into this PDF, it has to be said. So much love. So much love. Some of the love should possibly have been wrapped in latex. P.S. What rating is this podcast? Just so I've got a... Rating? <laughs> I suspect... <laughs> We've had the suggestion of profane is fuck from the other room, so let's go with that. Okay. You are never getting on iTunes. Oh, well. <laughs> I think provided you don't say the, or bleep out, the seven forbidden words. Do we know what those are? No. Bleep, think, bleep, bleep, uh, Yeah. Bleep. No, we know. There's a podcast about them, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're in a situation where Ben, who is an, an, an expert in all things pony. For our purposes. I need. <laughs> by, by which I mean knows more about it than the other two of us. And indeed, Tonya have, have actually read the rules, whereas I haven't because I'm crap and disorganised. So, I suspect I'm going to fall into the role of asking stupid questions guy. There is no such thing as a stupid question. Just a stupid there is, person. However, <laughs> a, uh, there's such a thing as a mocking and derisive answer. <laughs> <laughs> Much like that one, then. Yes. Okay. So, Ben, since we've decided that you're going to be running a My Little Pony game... We did. We did. I was hoping to get some sort of oh god and run away reaction, but then fine. <laughs> work with me here, people. So let's just read read this thing around and see if we can get some characters made up and see what it looks like. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? There is a section here called scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. Cutie Mark Crusader character creators. Yay! 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 <laughs> well, there went all my nerd. <laughs> <laughs> And scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down to the bit where we actually start the character creation. It's a good thing I'm so organised. There's quite a lot of words in this that I found get got between me and figuring out how to make a pony. Um, there are a lot of words. Anyway, uh, step one, choose your character's race. Pony or dragon. We support all kinds here. <laughs> <laughs> Except for dragons, because this is going to make that drag out quite a long way. <laughs> Fair enough. Choose your character's age category. Define your character's spell purpose and cutie mark. Determine your character's primary attributes. Determine your character's secondary attributes. Choose your character's talents. Define your character's job. Define your character's skills. Apply your character's unique abilities. Choose your character's guiding element of harmony. Define your character's flaws, if any. Determine your character's appearance and style. Determine your character's possessions and assets. Determine your character's background and history. Determine your character's starting point into the game. Spend any XP. 16 Back. steps. That's a lot of steps for a marshmallowy magical horse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we probably won't be using dragons for the purpose of this podcast because there's quite a lot more words about them than there are about the various kinds of ponies. We can choose 
Earth ponies, defined here as the stout-hearted everyday resident residents of the quest. Ah, okay. There's some numbers in here. Uh, mechanically, earth ponies gain a plus two bonus to their heart attribute, and a plus one to their mind attribute, and their unique racial ability called the Earth Pony Way. Not described yet. Okay. Shall I read off on the Pegasus ponies? Yes. Uh, the high-flying athletic ponies gifted with wings and the ability to interact with clouds. While not all Pegasus ponies are skybound speedsters or aerial acrobats, and I'm sure we can think of at least one, <laughs> all Pegasus ponies can move through the air as quickly and easily as on the ground, making them overall a bit more naturally athletic and physically capable than the other breeds of ponies. So, Scootaloo is trapped in Ponyville because every, uh, all the other Pegasus ponies think she's an embarrassment? What? <laughs> Mechanically, Pegasus ponies gain a plus two bonus to their body attribute, a plus one to their heart attribute, and their unique racial ability called Skybound Soars and Daring Dives. Yeah, nobody has any favourites there. (laughs) There are notable Pegasus ponies mentioned, including Rainbow Dash, Daring Do, and Derpy Hooves. Interesting cultural note, both Ditsy Do and Derpy Hooves are name-checked separately, which is presumably... uh, Mollification of the two camps of uh, derpy worshippers. There, there are camps of derpy worshippers. D- there was a whole there, thing. D- don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was serious. But if we don't go there, who will? <laughs> Apparently not us. Okay, you should, <laughs> you should see the looks I'm getting. Those, those, work, those work over podcasts, right? No. All right. Oh. So I no, guess. We're so I, I, I guess I get the superior breed of pony. Uh, Unicorn ponies are the most magical and intellectual of the pony breeds. Okay. That, that, that's because they're giant planet-eating robots, right? <laughs> yes, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> With voices of Orson Welles. <laughs> there is a little farmhouse near Ponyville. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Capable of performing magical acts and casting spells by virtue of the, the horn protruding from their forehead. Sorry. Unlike... What are you, 12? <laughs> yes! Unlike other breeds of ponies whose abilities are more subtle, unicorn ponies manifest their unique and magical connection to the world around them overtly. Basically, this is the most magical of the magical marshmallow ponies. Mechanically, apart from the magic stuff, they get plus two to the mind <coughs> attribute, plus one to their body attribute, and a unique racial ability called Magic Makes It All Complete. Are they riffing on the theme? They are riffing on the they theme. Totally tune. Are. They totally the, the number of references per page... Is bewildering. In, indeed. They, they ha- I had to go and spend like four hours on TED Talks last night to wash mm-hmm. it out of my brain before I could get to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I don't notice anymore, but that, <laughs> you, you can discuss whether that's a good or bad thing when I'm out of the room. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, yes. God, I thought when to wrap up on the brain now. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, once you are touched by ponies, you are never the same ah, again. Ah. <laughs> there is a quick mention of alicorns. No, you can't. And a rather what is an alicorn? That's a phrase I've not heard before this book. Alicorns, they are the, the extremely magical winged unicorns. Oh, right, okay. So, Celestia and Luna. Scary. And Cadence. The, the undying empress of the question. <laughs> and their cousin. Or niece, or something. Sister? No, no. Mm. Or is there a little one as well? Yeah, Cadence is their niece. I think I saw a, um, I think I 
saw a baby one at some point as well. But, uh, uh, yeah, they, they mentioned that there was one in Twilight's paranoid psychotic break about unicorn uh, kindergarten, but that... It's probably just wing envy. Possibly. <laughs> I'm sure... It's all Freudian and shit. Anyway. <laughs> I am certain no one has written a fanfic on that subject. Let's move on now, shall we? <laughs> Okay, there let also, us move on. There is also an extensive amount of stuff about dragons, which we will leave alone for the moment, because... It's huge. Um, huge, huge, huge. Scrolling uh, down, scrolling down, scrolling uh, down, scrolling down, <laughs> scrolling down, scrolling down. Actually, the main reason is that it looks like dragons will be really interesting to play as part of a larger party. Having a party of dragons in My Little Pony would be as dumb as that sentence sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eloquently put. <laughs> I'm in D&D, the um, all gelatinous cube, uh, sentient gelatinous cube party sounded like a lot of fun. Um... <laughs> I want to be a swashbuckler. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the next stage is to pick one's age. Um... This should probably be done as a group decision if we'd rather play a cutesy wootsy falls oh, edition. Oh, okay. So you think that might be a dialing your power? It, it would the definitely, game. it would definitely affect the power level of the game. It gives you experience and various. There are a number of things that allow more expansive adventures. The main six from the show are nominally fillies and cults, but not really. Mm. For so. people who haven't read this, there are three age bands at Foles being the kids, fillies and cults being. The guys from the show, young adults, young be. adults and teenagers, yeah. people out on their own for, uh, for the first time, and then the mares and stallions who are grups. Okay, so you don't, don't think it would work to have a mixture of, of ages? It could work, but again, you'd probably want a big party and say have one or two being out of the age band, just to, so it's not quite as not quite as smeared around. It depends if you're doing some sort of. Um, Epic, uh, and maybe a Lord of the Rings style traveling adventure. Mm-hmm. Making the range a bit bigger would be would be interesting, just to get a different range of experience. Oh, I see. It seems yeah. to mechanically it determines how many attribute points you get to spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In basically buffing your pony. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You can level up, as it were, and it's actually part of the mechanics for foals to mm. get their cutie mark, become a contributing citizen of Equestria. Mm-hmm. Not sure how you do that, but... Okay, my brain just get totally over the mechanical parts of, <laughs> of this, because my brain just zoned out after four paragraphs on it, on each age range. Uh, for, um, our, for our purposes, we should probably just go with the, the Phillies and Colts level. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Which gives us... Uh, grabbing a pencil and something to scribble on. Yes, yes. We must write things. So many things. It gives you... Two attribute points to spend during character creation, and 25 XP to spend at the end. Okay, Earth Pony Phillies and Colts gained 35 XP for reasons unspecified. Um, that, is, that was discussed in the initial um, oh, right. section about Earth Ponies. Uh, yeah. Because they're not the, the ubermensch of the pony world and don't, uh-huh. have, don't have wings... They, they get are, to do more other stuff. They get to be more, uh, better generalists and more practical and start off with a little bit of a bonus, basically. So Better able to kick tree. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. When kick trees is important, they are the people you call. <laughs> well, I, I have a Pegasus pony in mind, loosely based on Launchpad McQuack from DuckTales, <laughs> but um, 
Any landing you can trot away from is a good one. That decision does not require absolution. <laughs> this was a righteous decision. I believe so. Okay, I'm going to choose my and uh, choose my species by random dice roll. I have a d6 and I rolled a five, which means I'm a uh, I'm a unicorn. I probably can't do the Orson Welles voice, but given the cold that I've got at the moment, I can probably manage a Vin Diesel. <laughs> It, it should be pointed out that the cold is being unfairly blamed on me. Uh, they claim I brought it back from a convention as a souvenir, as, as part of a Concrud package. Uh, I maintain <laughs> that this is, in fact, a filthy, filthy lie, and that the disease in question came from Kev's revolting germ-ridden students. That's where we normally get them, but we were doing quite well till you came home. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's just coincidence. All right, since... We have, so we round out the party with representatives of all of the totally equal and not at all um, striated uh, classes of uh, ponies. I will take, (laughs) I will have an earth pony. Which gives you the 10 extra XP. Mm -hmm. Actually, I should probably be noting all this shit. And a chip on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) The grudge that you will bear against the rest of us to your dying day. (laughs) I'll jump down to the description of primary and secondary attributes from the section I am the Iron Pony. The next step of character creation is to determine your character's primary and secondary attributes. Every character has their own unique and inherent strengths and weaknesses, which make them special. You're all special. To (laughs) To reflect these individual areas of ability, each character has three primary attributes, mind, body, and heart, and four secondary attributes. Energy, courage, fortitude, and willpower. Each one represents an area in which the character might have considerable strength, uh, weakness to overcome, or harmonious balance. Background noises, <laughs> furious scribbling. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Could, could could we have the secondary attributes again? I can't write that fast. Can oh, sorry, sorry. Recaps? I was. I was, I was for, for the audience, I was... Oh, right, yes, well, yes. that's the fun of it. Um, I'm also the audience. <laughs> Unlike that audience, I have to write things down. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't pause. Ah, sucker. <laughs> So, the secondary attributes again. Energy, courage, fortitude, and willpower. Which I'm writing down as ink, cur, fort, and willpower. Okay. Yeah, you better believe we are going to be glossing over this bit. (laughs) I will be cutting vast swathes. Vast! Okay. Vast. Uh, In fact, there's a fighting chance that this section won't be in here at all. Cheer up. Hey, Elephant fellatio! See, I can guarantee that it won't be in there now. That's true. You'll be very handily left with the blank spot either side, so I can just snip it straight out. Okay, yes, and yes. Harmonious balance. That's the most optimistic way of writing dump stat that I've ever seen. <laughs> so it's an extra stat. Indeed. Um, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. The description of whether your, your stat might be in harmonious balance. Oh. <laughs> Shall I go through the descriptions of these stats, or...? May as well. Okay. Yes. Primary attributes. Primary attributes are the three main categories of the character's inborn inheritability. Everything from their physical strength and grace of movement, to their intellect and artistic creativity, to their willpower and compassion for others, is based upon these three primary attributes of mind, body, and heart. Well done! <laughs> that was a huge sentence. I had no idea it was that long when I started. <laughs> you handled it well. Took it like a man. These primary attributes do not affect job, tr- job training or skill levels, but rather a character's natural level of ability. I think I may have hit my reservations about the writing style of this. <laughs> it does badger the witness somewhat, my lad. <laughs> mm. 
Mechanically, all primary attributes start to begin at 1, and increase based on bonuses from the character's race, as well as attribute points spent during character creation. Each attribute point increases a primary attribute by 1 point, and increases due to advancements purchased with experience points. Whenever a character attempts a task, they work with the GM to decide whether the primary attribute or two, sorry, which primary attribute or two the task is governed by. This forms the basis for calculating failure or success of the task. Okay, so there's a boost to a primary attribute that comes from your species. In the case of unicorns, two mind, one body. A boost to an attribute unspecified that comes because... We decided to be partially grown up. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a big step on our part. So I should go and look up what the boost for I'm being on a... My, I'm on my way. So oh, you're on your way? Okay. Turn sick. He is scrolling like a demon. I am. <laughs> okay, yes. Two to mind, one to body for unicorns. Mm-hmm. Two, for, two to body and one to heart for pegasi. Mm-hmm. And oh. two to heart and one for mind for earth for ponies. Earth ponies. And they all start at one. Yes? Indeed. So at the current point, I'm sitting on a mind of one, a body of three, and a heart of two. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to have a mind of three, a body of two, and a heart of two. And I would be on two, one, three. I'll also note down my unique racial ability. You can sod in well fly. That's pretty unique. And walk on clouds. <laughs> okay. So while people are uh, muttering and scratching things, I'll go over the different primary attributes. Mind. The mind attribute represents many overall things about a character. First, it represents the intellect, reasoning, problem-solving ability and, and logic, their analytical ability. Second, it represents their memory and knowledge, how much they can remember, and how much shared information they have access to. Third, it represents their perception senses, how well they see, hear, taste, smell, feel, and notice about those senses. Use your brain as a spot check. Got it. Fair enough. Yeah, it's got to be used for something. Yeah. Body. The body attribute represents... Several general aspects of a character. First, it represents their physical strength, muscular strength, and sorry, physical, muscular strength, and power. Uh-huh. Second, it represents their toughness, stamina, and ability to resist injury and fatigue. Third, it represents their speed, quickness, and reaction time. Their overall swiftness. So many. So there's no chance of a pony who is super strong being clumsy. That's what I'm reading here. Uh, there are some modifiers to things. Unless you it? take it as a, I am not so shit hot at this. Yep, you can take it as later. a flaw later. So that's yeah, a, okay. okay. Yep, and also it presents their agility, dexterity, and so forth. Mm. So yeah, they're fairly broad categories. If, it, if you can think of it, it falls under. Heart. The heart attribute, like the others, represents broad aspects of a character. Anybody else having a um, Captain Planet flashback here? Only a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> What was that guy's name? Captain oh. Planet. No, no, the heart. So, I, I honestly. They had remember. names. They had names. They did. Oh, they. I, I will remember oh. in twenty minutes and then ramble on about it. The heart attribute, like others, represented. I'm repeating stuff they repeated. Sorry, from the last. This is terrible. Cut this out. <laughs> First, it represents their charm and force of presence. Their their charisma and bearing. Second, it represents their sensitivity, empathy, compassion, and care. Their ability to connect with other creatures. Third, it represents their willpower and determination, the force of their spirit. Finally, it represents their vitality and vigor, their inclination to be energetic, and, and their get up and go. Okay, so if this was D&D, we're using the same stat to stop people from raping your brain mm-hmm. and health checks. Got it. Okay. <laughs> this concerns me, actually. <laughs> These are pretty broad, but... Yeah. 
show about cartoon ponies. I'm I'm not seeing a big issue here. No, it's fine. Okay. Oh, I like realism in my cartoon ponies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we start talking about protoplasmic shock ratios, and <laughs> I grant you there is probably a reason that they decided not to base this off the Millennium's End system. <laughs> Although now I really, really want to see the um, the hit diagram. <laughs> <laughs> Body well, positions. We could get a My Little Pony doll and paint the diagram on it. That would look a little like a butcher's um, a butcher's diagram. It would look exactly like a butcher's diagram. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit creepy. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, secondary attributes. Secondary attributes are the main assets a character has to face difficult or dangerous situations and push themselves to new heights when they need to. Everything from a character's steadfastness in the face of adversity to their determination to try harder than ever before. It's based on the four secondary attributes of energy, courage, fortitude, and willpower. Unlike primary attributes, secondary attributes are not determined by racial bonuses or spending points, but rather by adding together two or more primary attributes. Characters may lose the secondary attributes in a number of ways. If a character reaches zero in any secondary attribute, they become sidelined. Ooh, okay, so this is more like the fate um, stress boxes. It is, yes. Huh, alright. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they also tell us that, that sidelined is explained later, when most of the stuff they've brought up so far has been explained later. But So should we have spent those two extra, well in my case, two, the, those extra attribute points by now? We could probably do that, yes. I, I might do that now. Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead and so already did that. That's fine, that's fine, we're not judging you. That's good, I wouldn't want to be judged. Okay. Mechanically, whenever a character is exposed to a situational effect which is hazardous to them, they must make a roll using either energy, courage, or fortune as a bonus. Succeeding in a roll means the character has resisted the worst of the harm. Failure means they have not, and it causes them to lose points in one of these categories. It's exactly like the stress boxes thing. However, willpower, however, functions as a pool of points a character may spend voluntarily to try harder as a task. Gaining a significant bonus to their roll at the expense of a willpower point. So, this is a weird hodgepodge. It is a little bit, yeah. That, that sounds more judgmental than I meant it, honest. All role-playing games are a weird hodgepodge. Chainmail was a weird hodgepodge of a tabletop war game and Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has more numbers than I was than, than I would expect for something that is a using a stress that's using the stress box. It has a freakish amount of numbers. We will see when we get to the tasks. Okay. So, okay. how many boxes do I get under energy courage? I will change? I will orate and you will know. Okay. Orate away. Energy. The energy attribute represents a character's resistance to fatigue. It is their stamina and vigor. Whenever a character is exposed to a draining situation or hazard, such as thirst or starvation, exhaustion, or even being turned to stone or magically made drowsy, they may lose energy. This is like one of those survival horror games where you have in- uh, inventories full of energy drinks. Okay, so <laughs> ponies have Doom Trooper pants. Okay, we get the, that number by adding mind and body. Five boxes for me. I'll take courage, shall I? Well, Good. people scribble. The courage a- attribute represents the character's resistance to intimidation. It is their stout-heartedness and bravery. Whenever a character is exposed to a frightening or intimidating situation, such as facing a fearsome roar of a deadly beast or being publicly humiliated, they may lose courage. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Determined by adding mind and heart attributes. Matty, that was his name. Okay, it was less than 20 minutes. I'm, nicely done. No. 
Oh, right, Captain Planet. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a shitty power. <laughs> no, actually, it appeared to be, from what I recall from the show, it was mind control. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> that could never... Creepy power. <laughs> that could never go wrong. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that show. Also, it's entirely possible that my brain is confusing it with the show The Lost Island. That would have been such a One sorry. of them was animated, and one of them wasn't. I believe you're correct. I still want to see a crossover. <laughs> Maybe it would have happened in the second season. They would have had to have somebody, starting, somebody with a name starting with Q. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit concerned because now I'm thinking about The Lost Island and Lost were practically identical from my memory. Except with fewer polar bears. True. Hmm. Okay. I shouldn't lose any sleep now, thank and you. And much, much less uh, is it Mia Furlow. I don't know. Maybe she was. <laughs> That's not possible. There were child, there were child actors there. <laughs> it's true. Okay. You're doing willpower. I am. Oh, no, sorry, uh, Fortitude. 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 Cool. Can somebody give me a page reference? Because you're yeah, self here. What number was that? 37. 37, you say. Come on. You can do it. Oh, huh. Holy crap, it did. Okay. Fortitude. The Fortitude attribute represents a character's resistance to injury. It is their health and wellness. Whenever a character is exposed to a physically harmful situation or hazard, such as being wounded, exposed to an illness, or even poisoned, they may lose Fortitude. A character regains fortitude by giving proper medical care, taking a restorative potion, healing naturally, or other means by which to rejuvenate the body. Character's maximum fortitude is determined by adding their body and heart attributes together. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're on page... We're not on page 40 yet, and we've had implications that your ponies may be uh, starved, exhausted, humiliated, threatened, poisoned, and wounded. So maybe this game is less jolly than we thought. <laughs> I don't know. So far, this is a, this is according to canon. I can think of situations where um, there was mortal shaming and mm-hmm. embarrassment and blue leaved plants and, and poisons of various kinds. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> the the, the, the poison joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plant. Yeah. Should I also take willpower on the grounds that I haven't been doing a lot of reading out? Yep. Yep. Sure. All right, just for existence. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show he made the what the fuck face and pointed at pointed at the machinery that we are recording upon. <laughs> willpower. The willpower attribute represents a character's ability to push themselves temporarily to a new or greater height of ability. It is their determination to try harder at the task at hand. Whenever a character makes a roll, whether by attempting a task or being forced to react. They may choose to spend a point of willpower to gain a significant bonus to that roll at the expense of a point of willpower. In addition, unicorn ponies may risk willpower by casting certain spells and using magic in certain ways. And dragons may use their racial ability to gain bonuses by spending willpower as well as restore their own willpower. Okay, so there's a chance that unicorns don't get willpower back. Or it's a gambling mechanic, maybe. A little bit, yeah. Okay. A character regains willpower at the conclusion of each scene in which they embody their guiding element of harmony, though only one point at a time. Characters also Thank regain you. their willpower all at once at the conclusion of an episode. Now that explains what the element of harm- uh, harmony does. I was, I was wondering about that from mm. when I was reading last night. Me too. Yep. Oh, wow. A character's maximum willpower is determined by adding their mind, body, and heart attributes together. Okay. That's a seven. So those are some strong-willed ponies. Well, it depends. It looks like um, the unicorn, at least, has the um, potential to 
become a total flippity gibbet if she fails her um, willpower checks at any point or decides to do anything particularly fantastic with magic. But that's nonsense. Unicorns never have mental breakdowns. Yes, troll face noted. Uh... <laughs> it's my very best troll face. <laughs> so, that's that bit done. Looks like we might be on to talents. Talents. Underline. So what do these do? After determining your primary and secondary attributes, the next step of character creation is to choose your character's talents. If primary attributes represent your character's overall level of ability, talents represent specific areas in which your character has outstanding ability or ability which their attribute score would not normally indicate. Okay. Okay, so this is a skill putt plus stat thing. Except these aren't skills. No, this is a it's more of a, a more of a lens. It either exaggerates the stats you've already got, or gives you an opportunity to make rerolls in situations where you would normally be quite weak. Okay, and we've got things under this such as strong, tough, fast, agile, wary, smart, adaptable, creative, charismatic. I'm not going to read out the blurb under all of these because they're fairly self-explanatory. Sensitive, willful, tireless. I'm not seeing anything here that tells me how many we are allowed to pick. It's the bottom of the it comes naturally par- uh, paragraph set. Characters may gain a choice of any of the two of the following talents during character creation. Oh, okay. Ah. Counting up so I know how, what, how big a dice to use. One, two, three. So you're doing pretty much the whole thing randomly, aren't you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Nine, 10, 11, 12. D6 cutie mark. D6 cutie mark. What? Yeah, right. Do I have a D4 in here? Of course I bloody do. Okay, D10. If I roll a 0, that's a 10, and I will roll the D4. Nope, 5. That's wary. Agile. And talent's interesting. It means that you can create characters in the system, like Fluttershy, for example, who would have terrible heart not being very charismatic not being very outgoing but and have... yet all will love me in despair <laughs> well being being, <laughs> being compassionate and so forth so that in that specific specific circumstance they can do that sort of thing it mixes up but it makes three stats with that with some secondary stats a little bit more versatile a little bit more a bit more range okay hmm. i think is a that's that's quite neat yeah, yeah that's I quite like that, and it does match up with the world. And that apparently gives you a second dice roll, take the better of the two, in the attribute to which it would apply. Mm-hmm. Decided to go with tough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with tough and sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, you don't have to create your OC, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're sharing with us. You know one of those moments where you know there's a really great put down, you know, this perfect response, and it's just not happening. <laughs> this is what one of those moments sounds like. Also, screw you, Heavy! <laughs> It'll come to you at three in the morning, and you have the mic right there, so you can record it and I'll patch it in and it'll be fine. That's true, yeah. True. That, that will be awesome. And you will be totally put in your place at some later time. <laughs> when you're not here. I uh, can't possibly point out the logical flaws. Digital recording, the, the cure for a speed of scale here. <laughs> mm. I would propose that we take a quick break, check, make sure that the file saves <laughs> before it fills up your RAM. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
and then plow on. What what is the next bit? Just so that we know what's coming up. Jorbs. Jorbs, which are we're kind of important. It yeah. looks like we're looking at fluff at this point. Right? It, it's odd. It's so, a lot of the stuff where where you would think is not fluff mm-hmm. is uh, and because equipment is pretty much whatever you want. But mm-hmm. it only applies when you need it, when you actually need it. Mm-hmm. There are no equipment lists in this game. Okay, so let's assume that your saddlebags have whatever you want. Well, anything that makes sense. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of, I think there's, there's, it puts a lot of... Unless you buy something that makes you a little like Pinkie Pie, in which case, of course you have a cannon on you at all times. Actually, I haven't seen that yet. That may be the one place where the game fails to model the, um, the show. Yeah. I, I, I may just have missed it. Oh, it but... might just make sense that Pinkie Pie has a confetti cannon with her at all times. Incidentally, how did the talents work? I mean, we have these things, and yeah. apparently I'm creating me. <laughs> at least I've been told this. <laughs> I thought it was going with a launch pad and a quack. I think it's it's <laughs> migrating more into Montgomery Jack from... Uh, sorry, Monterey Jack from uh, Rescue Rangers, to be brutally honest. Fair <laughs> enough. It looks like you get an yeah. extra die... Or, or, an, or a re-roll. A re-roll with something Sorry, that... Sorry, a re-roll. A re something that applies to your talent. Ah, so because I am so tough, blah. Yeah, you get to re-roll. Yeah. Okay, that makes it tough stuff. We are up to creating a job for a personal pony. And just when you thought it was going to be smiles and laughter, you have to have a job. What is this? This is the biggest downer I have ever come across. <laughs> it's turning rapidly into your shitty life as a pony, the RPG, I will grant you. Well, um, sure. I mean, I suppose you could pick a calling. Yes. Like Fluttershy has with mm. Crazy Cat Lady. Um, <laughs> I hear she's independently wealthy or writes terrible, terrible pornography. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Which would make Angel her editor. No wonder he's angry all he the is time. unflinchingly <laughs> critical of everything. It's eerie. And kind of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> it's eerie how it all falls into place when you think about it. It's all so obvious to me now. Fine, as long as I don't have to be a cartographer or anything like that. I thought you were going with a Launchpad McQuack thing. Well, I had kind of morphed into Monterey Jack or more realistically a own character, but you know. Mm. I still do like the idea of any landing you can trot away from is a good one. So, mechanic? I'm not sure. I was thinking maybe... Um, Maybe something that involves some travelling, so... Courier? Hmm? Postman? Alright then. There's definitely a precedent for that on the show. Delivery service. Delivery service. Strippergram! <laughs> How would that even work? <laughs> well, Delivering you a start service? with chaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kevin has entered the, <laughs> the discussion. A challenger appears. <laughs> Uh, I should point out that for the purposes of this podcast, I am in fact sitting on a in gigantic foam six-sided dice. Which he has just rolled, upon which he has just rolled a four. Well, after um, a while of sitting on it, it actually collapses in that dimension, so you have to turn it through, <laughs> through 90 degrees. I'm, I don't understand how that works. If, if, if either of our fans of the show have an idea, <laughs> please write in. Um, we could just make you a better die, though. Gravity. It's That's... everywhere, messing with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, is there actual rules on how jobs work? There's a lot of verbiage and suggestions for how complex to make your job. Apparently, we should come up with five rough duties. 
or five-ish duties of what someone does in their job, but there's nothing here that says anything about numbers or what this changes or anything. In that case, I will go with the job of delivery pony. Mm. Okay. Duties could involve moving things. Mm. I lift heavy things. (laughs) 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 So, a pegasus who lifts heavy things. I have a unicorn... This actually has kind of thrown a spanner in my um, I will decide shit randomly style of play because apparently we don't select these things from a list. Well, there are four people in this room, uh-huh. <laughs> so you could roll a d4 and choose whatever jobs those are. Bear in mind, that gives you a, a choice between academic, map monkey, <laughs> IT Jürgen, and... Ahead. Misk. <laughs> or Gardner. <laughs> or I could do something similar and roll a dice, point at someone, and the first thing they say is what I do. Okay, and you're a unicorn. And I'm a unicorn. <laughs> and you're a unicorn. Alright. Don't say proctologist. Three! Hey, great, it's you. <laughs> the hating finger falls upon you. <laughs> What's my job, Craig? This is my thinking face for those of you in the uh, home audience. It's not pretty. Screw you, hippie. I draw little boxes. Architect. Okay. Phlebotomist. <laughs> that was Kevin helping. You can tell. That would have been really helpful had I rolled Kevin. <laughs> okay, so job, architect, bleh, don't care. Duties? I can probably come up with those during play, to be perfectly honest. We can roll them, but yeah. profiting at the expense of people you build buildings for. We're <laughs> <laughs> going from the New Zealand. Yes. Design Project. building. Make sure building happens. Design flimsy shack and sell off as modern. <laughs> Scribble down some duties for delivery pony of I lift heavy things. Delivering things and getting the mail through no matter what. I may be taking more of a fate aspect. That does sound rather aspect to Yeah, it does, doesn't yeah, it? That sounds good. Yeah. That's workable still. Anyway, moving and, uh, on to and, skills, which is sounds like very much the same sort well, of thing. I, I have a character too, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with historian. Ooh. Ooh. I can, so far I can tell stories and keep family histories. I am sorry that I ran my shot over your, uh, <laughs> over your history. Skills apparently work the, same, um, work the same way, you just pick some. It says here, mechanically, skills function identically to jobs, albeit for on a more focused scale. Anytime a character attempts a task in which a skill um, which a skill applies to, they gain a bonus to the role equal to the level of the skill. Wait, 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 jobs had levels? <coughs> yes, you get a job point. So I'm going to be a 10th level vice president. So, or more accurately, a one point historian. I, but I'm an earth pony. Oh. And as an earth pony, you get you get bonuses to being good at shit. Indeed, indeed. To, to, as a sop for being the only the one that has to walk everywhere, I get to be a level two historian. This goes Technically, some you way... may count as a heavy thing. True. <laughs> this does go some way to explaining why in the show you don't see a hell of a lot of unicorn anything, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the idea of, the, uh, uh, of seeing more incredibly lazy unicorns who basically let their legs atrophy They function as guards uh, Designers Knife-throwing assassins <laughs> And incredibly rich people 
Oh, and incredibly rich people. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> Good throwing assassin. <laughs> so the um. Okay, so we had a level one architect, a level one delivery pony, and a level how many? Two historian. A level two mm. history guy. Or gal. Or gal. We don't know. Actually, know yet. That's another thing we could hit randomize. Historians in equestry must have a really, really boring job. Because you go back to primary sources, which boils down to, Hey, Princess, what happened when? She says, go away. I'm drunk. Okay. You come back. You ask the same question. You get thrown in the dungeon because you're boring. <laughs> yes. There's the age of discord. There's the age of misc. And then there's the age of leave me alone. I'm busy. So, skills. Skills. We got skill points equal to our number of mind points. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> and it looks like... Put those away. <laughs> <laughs> Two whole skill points. Now I can retire and give up this life of crime. <laughs> Earth ponies get one and a half times the mind attribute score rounded up. Ooh. Indeed. So basically they're the fighters of the MLPRAM system. They get to be competent and useful at first through third levels, and then get to be horribly outpaced by everybody else. <laughs> oh, do, do magical people get more XP somehow? No, no, but they get to blow shit up with their brains. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm playing this game with fate in my mind, and it's already going much faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps at some point we can have a go at doing My Little Pony Fate is... Magic. We needs a better um, <laughs> need, need, needs a better thing after the colon, but um, mm, fate edition. I think I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. Um, fate. So one skill point buys you one um, one level. All applicable skills do not uh, do not stack. The skill with the highest level is the one that grants the bonus. Skills can stack with jobs, however, and vice versa. Yeah, that's pretty much the difference. Hmm. Right. Okay. So, if for some reason I had baking as a skill, but I was trying to bake a traditional muffin, they would both stack. But baking and history as skills would not. Mm. Huh. I think. That seems Makes to be sense. pretty much what we're saying. So, yeah. if you were creating a historical diorama made out of fudge, <laughs> that would be awesome. And delicious. Also, you would have to stop the rest of the party from eating your historical <laughs> diorama before it was presented. <laughs> <laughs> Conflict. Yes. <laughs> yes. The model of Equestria immediately after an event we call the licking. <laughs> it's got historically appropriate fudge weevils. It's also hysterically appropriate. Can anybody think of appropriate skills for a delivery pony? I can think of inappropriate skills. <laughs> what are your inappropriate skills for a delivery well, I mean, pony? Realistically, I'm working on the principle that delivery pony is what your family think you do, whereas you dress up as a delivery guy and say, hey, baby, do you take deliveries in the movie? Now, check a wow. And it was the whole, I don't even know where you were coming from, where it gave me the idea, but something you said suggested porn star. Um... <laughs> Who All right. Stripogram? Was that you? I believe it was. Okay, in which case, I gave myself the idea. It's not as if I could be blamed for this. Actually, it was me, but I must okay. be doing the Kevin voice. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this entire we're... section be stricken from the record. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to banish you and imprison you in the place where you are banished. <laughs> to quote so, the line from the show. <laughs> okay. Realistically speaking. Actually, no, that's not realistically speaking, and I'm shutting up now. Okay. So you get two skills, I get three. 
he gets a billion tea. Apparently. Come on, Ben. Tell us about your billion tea skills. Uh, I'm going for... What I need to check is how you get more than a level one skill. Is it one point per level? Navigation it looks as like a that. skill. That's a good one. I like that. that. Sounds about right. Like, yeah. Whereas Ben could have something like research. research although that, would be part of your, no, that might be part of your job. Uh, yes, but he might want to stack them. Indeed. That's true. Stacking. You should get stacking as a skill. <laughs> you pick up the things. Get back and, and stack. You put them on the other things. And <laughs> well, navigation actually stacks well with being a delivery pony. So what's yep. the other thing that a delivery pony... Navigation is good. Amateur dramatics. Brilliant. Or is that too specific? I don't know. It's drama. Yes. Let us read the book since... That's the book says a normal tendency of new players in the what to avoid section for skills is to confuse a skill with a job. The most important difference is that where a job is broad and may potentially encompass a variety of skills within its duties, a skill is focused and specific. For example, where artist might make a good uh, a good job, it is too broad to be a skill. A skill which would be in line with the con- with that concept might be something along the lines of painting. Hmm. Acting. That works. And I think the fact that it's a presumably level one skill, I think nicely covers the fact that he's not particularly good at it. As far as I can tell, it looks like you get to spend... one. It's one for each level. Uh, one, yeah, you get to spend one per level, so if you want to spend all your skill points on one uh, on one skill, muzzle tough. No, I think this will work. You could be okay. lousy at delivering things and quite a good act. <laughs> Which is how he keeps his job. Um... <laughs> Always blame the guy who doesn't speak English. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of something that covers sort of listing and recall. Something like a, a comprehending... Research monkey? Well, I've got research, but I, 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 I am... Okay. Research covers uh, secondary sources, let's say. Okay. So Interviewing, you... I suppose? It's kind of you. Interviewing? Canvassing? Canvassing. Uh, it's a little bit more um, general. Remembering shit. Recall, I suppose, is... I'd like to be more, a bit more um, of an active thing. Sort of. Okay, so you specifically, so you like specifically thinking, about, thinking about... What you're hearing, yeah. Thinking about eidetic oral memory. Mm. <laughs> doesn't need to be that long. <laughs> Just well, put that good listener. Yeah, that covers it. Yeah. All right, we have jobs and skills. We are almost real people. I don't have any skills. Oh, you should totally have, have skills. skills. Okay... Random architect Philly has skills in... Homicide. Homicide! <laughs> you can use your architecting business to hide the bodies. That is very true. And I was thinking more along the lines of juggling. Uh... <laughs> Less homicidal, still not very architect <laughs> It's true, but that, the skills don't have to be within the line of the architect, because architecting you... covers architecting. You do, get, you do get a bonus for that, um, too. Things like drawing, designing, spatial awareness... Etc. Although for overlapping purposes, I will put spatial awareness down as a skill. Handy. Demolitions. <laughs> Structural awareness. Yes. I will put that down as well, because I quite like that one. Which one? Structural awareness. If you get the teleport spell, you're going to be freaking dangerous. <laughs> Is it just me, or are we creating some sort of bizarre pony black ops team? <laughs> Isn't that the whole point? If you can explain to me how the show hasn't already beaten us to it. Uh, <laughs> fair point, fair point. And I might just hold one in reserve because my brain is fried. Well, as um, a recap, I have the skills of navigation and acting. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually sure whether 
acting will ever come into it in any particular way, but... You never know. It'd be vaguely... Faking out. Faking people out. Bluffing. Hmm. Indeed. And under Delivery Pony, I went with sort of stuff that applies to the job as lifting heavy things, delivering things, getting the mail through no matter what, finding places and ponies. Yes, that's it. You realise that combining that with acting means that you have the perfect excuse to blag your way into buildings you're not supposed to be and oh no steal large things from them. <laughs> I had people. no idea of that <laughs> what a tragedy whatever shall I do and the next section is part of who you are dealing with the racial abilities that we were told about to begin with mm-hmm. starting with earth ponies woo shall I cover this just so we may as well or am I inflicting the magic section on you, which is... You're inflicting the mag- magic section on me. Or I, I can really... take the magic section. I, I do have my, my trusty tiny little screen. We have... Uh, we'll start, I'll start by reading out the Earth Pony way, because that way Ben can think about what he's going to do to his character while I'm, while I'm talking. I'll stop that now. <laughs> yes, yes you are. <laughs> the Earth Pony way. Earth ponies, the straightforward residents of Equestria, lack both the gift of flight and the weather shaping with which Pegasus, Pegasus ponies gain, as well as the ability to wield spells and magic um, the way unicorn ponies do. That makes no sense as a sentence. I must have missed some, uh, some words in there. I don't care. Uh, no, no. I think she did. Please go on. This does not mean that Earth ponies are any less unique than the other breeds of pony. It simply means that Earth ponies must work harder at things than the other breeds of ponies do and aren't able to rely on fantastic powers to get the job done. However, out of this work ethic comes a powerful practical ability, the ability to learn quickly, readily apply knowledge, and adapt to a variety of situations. This is a straightforward, who's-on approach to the world, which is the Earth Pony way. Apparently you get to choose something now. Oh no. No, this is this is this is this big big old package is about being an Earth Pony. I've suddenly realised that I should, if I Earthbony package. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd thought about it, I should go back and change one of my skills to writing with my teeth. Although that's going to be very specific in this. I suppose if... This... You're a pony, you went to school, you probably figured out how to write. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or just noting that you have a dragon to do it for you. True. Mm. Oh. Search assistant. Mechanically, quick learning gets you through the letter to princess phase and is awarded... Sorry, mechanically, every time the group goes through the letter to print the princess phase and is awarded experience points, the Earth Pony character gains one additional experience point. So you continue to rip ahead of us Sweet. in XP. Um, <laughs> That's quite a nice way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Scrolling down. It's important to note that Earth Pony characters do not gain extra experience points in this way as a result of any flaws that they might have. This bonus is earned. This bonus to earned experience only applies to experience points earned during the letter to letter to the princess phase at the conclusion of an episode. Yeah, basically the wrap up to the game. Yeah, the winter <coughs> wrap up, as it were. <laughs> and you guys say I'm obsessed. I don't know. It's <laughs> more than gaining additional experience points as the game progresses. However, Earth ponies gain additional benefits right from the beginning. They gain additional job points and skill points, and gain extra experience points during character creation based on their age character category. Yep. Uh, which we already dealt with. Hard workers. 
Because of their lack of more mystical abilities, Earth ponies are able to re readily apply their knowledge and experience better than most ponies. After each play session, or more frequently at the GM's discretion, uh, characters are given the opportunity to spend experience points to purchase advancements, increasing their abilities or gaining new ones. There are a variety of advancements, each one with its own cost in experience points, which must be paid in order for the character to gain it. Makes sense. Ooh, in addition, characters may spend experience points to gain bonuses to their dice rolls for the duration of the scene. So if we're in a, in a situation where we're totally hosed, we can defer um, the future awesomeness for staying alive. It is quite a lot like the early editions of Shadowrun Karma. Might also be like the later editions of Shadow and Karma, but maybe like most of the editions of Shadow and Karma that I've used, and that people mm. fight tooth and claw to avoid using them. <laughs> yeah. And as an Earth pony, then you get discounts on all of those costs. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> Why did I choose a unicorn? Oh yeah, randomness. Um. We hail our Earth pony Mechanically, <laughs> whenever an Earth pony character spends uh, experience points. Whether to purchase advancements or temporary dice rolls, they spend one less experience point per purchase, to a minimum of one experience point per purchase. Get more, spend less. That is pretty mm. cool. <laughs> For example, if an Earth Pony character wants to buy a three-point temporary bonus, or major bonus, a six-point, uh, six-plus to any roll for the duration of the scene, sorry, a six-plus bonus to all rolls for the duration of the scene, which would normally cost three experience points, they in instead pay pay two. Yo, I'm, yeah, I'm carrying you all, okay? Yeah. It certainly <laughs> sounds that way. Okay, the next thing would be down to earth. Characters always run the risk of bad luck and always have the potential to have good luck. In My Little Pony role-playing as magic, this is representation uh, represented by Rule 1 and Rule 20, respectively. Basically, one you botch, 20 Automatic success. Um, this will be dealt with later. Of course it will. Yep. And they kind of describe... This is where they describe the the task resolution system partially within one of the, char one of the character um, setup sections, which... Seems a little clumsy. It's, it's not an approach I would have chosen. It has made reading this kind of a weird experience. Yeah, it's like trying to hold parts of all kinds of things in your head all the time until you get to the bit later. Mm. Well, the important bit from this seems to be that um, Earth Ponies can bank a critical success and use it to offset a critical failure later. That is important to know. Yep. With only one critical success banked at a time. Okay. I was going to suggest that would be a good idea, otherwise you'd wind up with people insisting on um, banking all sorts of things from spending half an hour at, at their macrame scale at the start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a hail of bullets. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, Admittedly, I did have to talk players in Dark Conspiracy out of blatantly manipulating the damage system by stabbing themselves for one point of damage so that they get over that initial I have lost an action through being hurt the very first time. One point of damage in that system was pitifully low. <laughs> so effectively, the I jab myself with a toothpick and therefore do not have to worry about losing an action when somebody shoots me. Our combat squibs go off and we ultra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, we know. Players suck. I forget how I talked them out of it. I think it was something along the lines of no. <laughs> or I'm rolling. 
<laughs> for, for critical successes and damage, mm. go ahead. <laughs> okay, looks like the next section is Pegasi, so... I'll read this one out. Okay, Skybound Soars and Daring Die. Pegasus ponies, the wind weather shepherds of Equestria, are descended from an ancient society of noble and proud warriors. Bah. And don't you forget it, ground boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically just frat boys and muscle heads now. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Although they have, for the most part, become a more peaceful breed of pony, Pegasus ponies still carry the strength of their ancestors and their inborn talent for flight and their ability to manipulate the weather. Though while while not as overtly <laughs> as overtly magical as unicorn ponies, or as down to earth as earth ponies, Pegasus ponies have the gift of versatility. Where the other breeds are limited to staying on the ground, Pegasus ponies can perform skybound soars and daring dimes. And while others may be able to cast spells, Pegasus ponies have the fury of thunderstorms as well as the peaceful calm of a sunny, sunny day at their command. Yeah, nobody, nobody can pick that guy's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Pegasus ponies may fly as easily as they can walk or run and gain the use of their wings as a racial ability. Oh, yeah. Which is good because otherwise you'd have people generating Pegasus ponies at random who then don't survive character gen because they can't fly and come up to their doom. Scoodoo! <laughs> I suspect that's probably a um, um, probably a flaw, which will come up later. <laughs> uh, there was a whole thing about Pegasus pony prodigies and blank flanks not fly and so forth earlier, which would be a thing if it was a thing that won't. Okay. So it's not a game that has a subheading called Scoot Abuse. <laughs> Direct all hate mail to the following address. <laughs> What? Leave Scootaloo alone. <laughs> <laughs> the poor thing has a hard enough time as it is. <laughs> anyway. This means that Pegasus pony characters may hover, glide, or fly instead of standing, walking, and running. Pegasus ponies have a great deal of control over their flight, even being able to carry on conversations while hovering upside down without needing to concentrate or think about what they are saying. They can <laughs> They can also walk on clouds and interact with them as if they are solid objects, and even use clouds or their own bodies to invoke weather effects. Alright. So, Pegasus ponies have got extra attributes. Isn't that cool? Oh yeah. Called acrobatics and weathercraft. So, aerobatics and weathercraft. Aerobatics. I will make a note. Aerobatics. and weathercraft, which I have... For some reason, spelled in the same way one spells craft work. <laughs> okay, that's, that's uh, a thing. That's totally a thing. <laughs> okay. Also, usefully point out that you could have improved these stats in the same way you improved your other primary attributes. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're only on page 46. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll be fine. This is it, a learning experience. It is, it is. What we are learning is things. Things. We are totally learning things. These are things okay. that we have learned. So, how do aerobatics and weathercraft work. Just getting to that. Oh, right. Days bonuses, apparently, according to this. Mm-hmm. To determine the starting scores of these extra attributes, a Pegasus Pony character first adds in a primary attribute, then may spend a number of points equal to another primary attribute, split as they choose between two extra attributes, as follows. Oh, for the love of Mike, what are you doing, you people? Okay, aerobatics is equal to your body, plus... Weathercraft is equal to your mind. You then get to split heart between the two as you like. Okay, so aerobatics is equal to body. Yep. Weathercraft is equal to mind. Mm-hmm. And then I get to split heart between the two. Yes. How much heart you got? 
I've got two. That leaves me... Well, currently it's sitting at aerobatics of four, uh-huh. with a craft of two. Mm-hmm. I could just bump aerobatics up to something stupid. Mm-hmm. Which was clearly Dapper's approach. It does make me wonder why anyone left her in charge of anything weather-related in the show, but... <laughs> that is a valid okay. point. Uh, I don't know. I might split the, the heart score between the two. What, just so that your weathercraft isn't truly pitiful? Want to put two finer points on it? Yes. <laughs> You're a delivery pony. You're supposed to be out in the sleet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Neither rain nor hail nor gloom of night because we fly around the rain and the hail and <laughs> don't do night time. deliveries. <laughs> don't ask us about dogs with orange eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> Huge things with extra teeth. <laughs> okay, so that's the, the extra attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can work out your wing power. This is a dandy little box insert, so it's not, not, right. a, not an imp- important thing. But your aerobatics divided by two times your body is your wing power. All right. So aerobatics divided by two gives me two and a half. Mm-hmm. Divided by my body uh-huh. gives me ten. Oh, there you go. I think. Five divided by two multiplied by four. Yep. Sounds right. Yeah, that's good. So you, there you go. You would be you would contribute hand, handily to one of those water spout thingies. Woo! Right. So after that, they cover the aerobatics for the inbuilt talent for flight, about manoeuvring, um, attempting to do tasks at speed and so forth. Yep. And because those ponies cannot create weather at will or manipulate it from nowhere, they're basically shuffling it around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Presumably, they nip over to the Everfree Forest where it, yep. it can actually generate itself naturally. Yes, that's just I'm creepy. I'm sure there are other, other pocket dimensions that they can steal it from. But, mm. um, that's just the one that happens to be local to Pony Love. There are sections on Pegasus Pony Folds and Pegasus Pony Prodigies, mm-hmm. which are not applicable at this time to this character. Unless, of course, we decide that it would be entertaining to do an episode as... Yeah, the flashback episode. That could be cool. If we get yeah. that if we get that invested, a flashback episode would definitely be interesting. The, the whole, the Cutie Mark Chronicles epi- uh, uh, episode of the show is one of the best regarded, so... I did like the musical number. It was terribly awesome. Fluttershy's one? The... Uh, oh, I see. Oh, sorry. Uh, you're meaning the, the, the flashback episode of how people got there. I got sorry. I, I was thinking of the... the I'll Never Have Boobs episode as opposed to the... <laughs> uh, as opposed to the um, no, no, no. Yeah. That's that's another episode entirely. You're thinking of the uh, Call of the Cutie, which is where we yeah. first meet the Crusaders. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking the, the, the episode where they decide to do a thing for the talent show. The, yes. The the, the Mark Chronicles is the one where you get recount all of the main six uh, stories... Of how they got their Cutie About marks. how they cut the Cutie Marks and Scootaloo spend the entire time going, Why isn't this over yet? <laughs> I see. Her idea... Well, yes. Yes. But there's this whole thing of, I have an idea. Let, let, let's talk to other ponies about how they got there. Not you! No, no, Pinky! Uh, I've seen somebody who's taken an, a, a series of, of Scoot's expressions during the uh, very much. Why isn't this over? You're still talking. Don't make me sit next to Pinky! In this whole series of things before finally getting to the person she wanted to talk to in the first place and she thought was heavily implied that people didn't get, which was Dash. <laughs> Shall I do the unicorn pony bit? Yes, please. <clears throat> Buckle in, people. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of this. I'll, I'll, I'll try to gloss. F- feel free to skip, um, skip giant chunks. Magic makes it all complete. 
<laughs> Unicorn ponies are the noble and majestic practitioners of the arcane. By virtue of their horns, they are able to learn and cast powerful spells and manipulate the mystic forces of magic itself. Cheer up. <laughs> unicorn ponies have been the wardens of magic for so long that they are synonymous with it. Even the most simple and practical unicorn pony. So, what? Derby Not moves. me. Um, Derby do. That's true. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the Dorkacorns? Yes. Um, anyway, <laughs> even the most simple oh, and practical unicorn pony knows spells and uses magic as part of their everyday life. Because of this, magic is very personal to unicorn ponies, and although they all utilize it, very few utilize it in the same way. While they have training and talents just like any pony does, from a unicorn pony's perspective, the simple truth is that magic makes it all complete. During character creation, unicorn pony characters may choose a number of magical aspects equal to their mind score to know, though they may not choose any prime effects as part of these selections without GM approval. I, I don't know what a prime effect is. That comes stage. later. Okay. Um, in addition to the ones they select, they automatically know animate as well as the prime effect telekinesis. <laughs> okay, I should be writing this shit it, down. It couldn't I? hurt. Um, magic. <laughs> Um, Which makes it all complete. They're, they're very clear on that. Fair enough. Tele... Oh, I'm just going to write TK. Okay. <laughs> um... And you get a number of magical aspects equal to your mind score. Unicorn ponies also gain a number of spell points equal to twice their mind score to Holy use shit. to create and enhance spells. Each spell point may be learned... Sorry, may be spent to either create and learn a new spell at level one or increase the level of a spell they know by one. Unicorn Pony characters automatically know the spell Telekinesis, which begins at level one, uh-huh. which allows them to make use of the prime effect, Telekinesis. Okay, so you've got effects, okay. spells make use of effects, that, that would be my interpretation of that. They may spill, spend spell points to increase the level of the spell in the same way they would any other spell. Okay, so the three spell slots that I have... Um, well, there no? is there are magical aspect slots... Uh-huh. Which will be equal to your mind score. Is that the uh-huh. three? Yeah. And then there is... But, uh, okay, the spells are something separate again. Yeah. So I can either have six crap spells, three medium spells, or one really good one. Apparently. I'm just looking for a list of magical aspects. Oh, this will be the ones where there are 25 of them. There is. That's number 25. <laughs> okay. And these that's... I get to choose from a list. Where's the dice? <laughs> okay. I don't have a D twenty five, do you? <laughs> no, but I have a D twenty, and I probably am, and I have a D six that I can ignore one of the sides on. Well, <laughs> you'll start at two anyway. So. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm confused. Never mind. Yeah, actually, D twenty plus D six minus one will screw the range slightly, but well, we can do it that way and see how it goes. Okay. How do we want to do this? Don't bother reading anything out just yet. These are figuring out what I fill in other than animate and telekinesis, yes? I believe so, yes. Okay. Actually, I'm going to roll some dice and then we just count down once. Okay. Just, just real quickly, animate and telekinesis are spells. Mm-hmm. Aspects are things you bolt together mm-hmm. to make other spells. They are mag- okay, magic so... verbs. Okay. But in all practical things, you're choosing <coughs> three things off a list of 25 of them. Yes. Okay, what's third down the list? Third down the list is Deceive. Mm -hmm. It is the effect which obscures or hides things from detection or gives things false characteristics. Limb reports. (laughs) (laughs) Deceive is closest to illusion in a traditional spellcasting system. Actually, I've got the wrong dice here. I'm assuming they're talking about (laughs) D&D. 
That maybe I could. <clears throat> What's your next choice? My next choice is number 14. Yeah, okay. It's a disadvantage if they're not being numbered. We're having to count. Sorry. Mm-hmm, that's all right. Actually, I'm seeing two lists here. We may have gone this the wrong way. Because we've got effects. Oh, this is confusing me. Yeah. yeah Do you want to take a break and brain this a bit harder and then come back to it? Or yeah. we can just say this is too hard for... Okay, yeah, because we've got effects which are deceive, diminish, forge, modify, reveal, separate, and then subject. So, yeah, we are building... We're literally building sentences. Mm-hmm. But you also, and then you have you have um, you have effects, and then you have subjects, such as air, animal. So you're getting random stuff. Will probably be really weird here. Okay, so you'd go for example, deceive, and then combine it with a subject. Yeah. Okay, and then the combination of those becomes an aspect. Is that okay? No, magical aspects are, is the bigger heading. Okay, that includes effects and subjects. Okay, so how many effects do you get? I'm not entirely sure. This is a section that could really do with some examples. Really, really. This is a, a, a section that could really do with not being chopped up and spread around. Because, mm. yeah. Okay, for example, a unicorn pony character has a mind score of three. During character creation, they may choose three magical aspects equal to their mind to know. They automatically gain animate and telekinesis as well. Okay, and in this example, they select no animal and plant. So, yeah, you get three words, be they verbal, uh, verbals uh, or no. subject. Okay. Let's start that again. What were the three things that they selected? There was something animal and plant? No animal and plant. I'm just trying to find no anywhere on the list. Um, it should be amongst the verbs. But it's, it's not. not. That will really... <laughs> that is deeply confusing. Maybe they meant reveal. Or, or if it's from a... Um, yeah. If it's from an old version or something. Yeah, reveal would be... Ah, so, yeah. and if they, Okay, so they've gone with an effect and a couple of... Um, yeah. Yeah. And a couple of subjects. Okay, so are we... Okay, I'm going to start that again, um, okay, so ignoring you, the fact, ignoring the deceive that I got from previous. Do role. you want one effect <coughs> or two subjects? I think there are fourteen effects. Hmm. One, two. This section is going to need so much editing. That's okay. There's lots of seven, gap. There are eight effects. Apparently, I can't count. Yeah, on bits of paper, it's easier to tell when you've bought, moved from one page to another. <laughs> mm. Actually, that makes sense because I think there are seventeen also subjects. Ah, okay. That would that would make, that would work out. Okay. Cool. Okay. That would make a species of sense. My goodness. Okay. In that case, referring to... I, I can't do this randomly. No. I don't, um, I don't Well, you can choose how many um, effects you want and then roll a d8. But the combinations are going to be deeply weird. Yeah. That's true. Which means that I'm actually going to pick construct. Combine or forge as your... Yeah, that would work with those ones. And then I'm going to pick... Or modify. Modify would be fine. All right. I'm looking at the wrong list. So, yeah, I... This this could benefit from a brightly coloured flowchart. Mm-hmm. It would be a very big brightly coloured flowchart, I grant you. Yeah. But, I mean, frankly, that's what object model diagrams are all about, so... And it, it, it looks... A really simple do this, do this, do this... Yeah. ...would be... Absolutely brilliant. This is very hard to brain. I'm just going to check the back, because it's going to be really embarrassing if the makers of this game are sitting there thinking, you guys are morons! (laughs) 
Ooh, space is one of the subjects. It is. A subject which encompasses locations and spatial dimensions. Don't you already have a skilly thingy? Yeah. They would totally stack if you were doing it. Yep. If you want to be the to actually take the telefrag spell. <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Space is one okay, of those. Okay, we're going to be one of those parties. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> girl. The first role was going to allow for animate dead. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I'm also going um, to pick Earth as another one of my words. Makes sense. And the last one should probably be a verb. You've so already got animate and telekinesis. They probably won't modify or forge. Let's try and modify. This actually has a quite a lot of... It's, it's similar in weird ways to the Ars Magica stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know... Uh, I haven't played that, so... Cleo Ignam is make fire. Yeah. So, yeah, it works in the same sort of modular kind of fashion. But they have gobloads of spells where you have a... You have a particular type mm. uh, it has a particular effect you can create ones of your own it's just that they throw 50 at you right <laughs> so what did you end up with Tonya modify and earth and space and animate and telekinesis and animate and telekinesis um, okay as things I know mm-hmm. I've taken the spell telekinesis at two which leaves me with four spell points left over and I'm going to stop taking up time now because I've eaten up heaps of it Oh yeah, there was a few. There was a um, few clock cycles thrown into that one as well. So that's yeah. fine. Um, we also haven't covered prime effects. Prime effects, we'll probably skip lightly over because apart from telekinesis, they involve animal friendship and move the heavens, and that's it. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why they're different. These are big, crazy stuff that doesn't fit into any one pony. Pretty much, this is. This is. So this is the shit that you can do if you are Celestia. If you're Celestia, or if you're a group of people who are being... Um, Impersonating Celestia. Or the Avatar State stuff that Twilight triggers when she's surrounded by friends and the Doom Cannon is unleashed. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Possessed by Magical Jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, the, for the actual description, it's... Prime effects are powerful base uses of magic which are not constructed by combining effects and subjects. They function on a more foundational level and either affect things universally or perform a unique and specific function. Only three of them are currently known... To reflect their rarity, prime effects cannot be learned in the same way as other magical aspects. Uh, the GM must decide on the unique conditions by which each can be acquired, or even if they cannot be acquired. And they are challenge, channel friendship, which would be the Twilight Sparkle unicorn state. Mm. Unicorn state? Yeah. yeah. Avatar state. Move the heavens. And good old reliable telekinesis. Apparently is. Which any pony with a, um, um, with a horn can do. Yes. There's an ability uh, available to any horny pony. <laughs> Anywho, okay. Um, uh, a great big screen on how to make spells. I'm going to skip straight over it. Yeah, it's just a spell is a specific magical effect which the player and GM work together to define using magical aspects, as well as a method of manifestation, which strikes me as the sort of thing that might be better done later when we actually know. Yeah, this is how to play shit rather than yeah, mm-hmm. how to make a person. Because it may be that at the end of this, Ben has decided that he wants nothing whatsoever to do with the running of the game, and then we try to make Kevin do it. Um, and Kevin is nodding in a fairly evil way, which makes me think that's not happening. Actually, no. I, I think it might happen in a way that we would severely regret. Yeah. I suspect Lauren Faust would not approve. Or she might. Depends on her mood. Um, Lauren Faust is a high-level troll. Lauren Faust would approve. <laughs> Okay, yes. 
There is quite a lot of stuff on spell stuff that <coughs> I think should probably come another Later. time. Later. Actually, we may have moved into how to play because I'm seeing stuff on critical failures and magical mishaps. Yep, there's quite a lot of stuff. Stuff on unicorn pony falls, then magical the, surges, and then to the dragons very quickly, and then out into the the elements of harmony at page sixty-five. Yay! Which we actually wanted to know. Yep. Because that's next in the list. That is indeed a... That is something you set before, uh, when you create your character. Oh, well, should should somebody... I mean, I can take over... I can do Here the, we go. The, the elements of harmony bit. Or Tonya can. Do you want to do that? I, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. The spark that resides in the heart of us all. Oh. <laughs> After applying your character's unique racial abilities, the next step in character creation is to decide upon their guiding element of harmony, which we discovered earlier is how you get fate points back. I believe they call them experience points because (laughs) this is not a fate system. (laughs) We're working on braining a new system. We do it via other systems. Okay. (laughs) We're not judging. Good. Where was I up to? The elements of harmony are powerful magical artifacts in and of themselves, but they are the embodiments of deeper philosophical ideals which make up the foundations of friendship. Yada, 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 on with the show. We have the element of kindness, the element of loyalty. Mystifyingly represented by Dash. <laughs> She's Apparently. loyal, she just has focus issues. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is true. <laughs> okay, no, this isn't a, um, an exhaustive list, list that I'm looking at. No, no, the, the, the exhaustive list is okay. a little bit further down. Harmony, kindness, laughter, generosity, honesty, loyalty, and magic. And the first one wasn't an element, isn't is the is the heading. Oh yeah. crap! Yes, you're right. <laughs> Kindness, laughter, generosity, honesty, loyalty, magic. Okay. Um, each one embodies a number of philosophical concepts and ideals, which can inform the character's personality and outlook on life, helping them to make decisions and react appropriately to situations. However, it is important to note that a character's guiding element of harmony does not restrict their behaviour in any way, as stated before. A character has aspects of each element within them. Their specific guiding element of harmony is simply the one which they best exemplify. And it's pretty much vampire clans from there on in. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? No. No. <laughs> the element of kindness is found in characters who have deep compassion for others and acceptance for other, of others for who they are. I am trolling, sorry. <laughs> the, the particular game relevant bit is that when a character whose guiding element of harmony is kindness uses their second wind to recover from being sidelined, or spins willpower to inspire another character to recover from being sidelined, if they are restoring their own or other character's fortitude, they restore an amount equal to the kid's body or heart score, whichever is higher. Becoming sidelined, as well as the methods of recovering from it, are unsurprisingly explained in more detail later. The element of laughter, when a character whose guiding element of harmony is laughter uses their second wind to recover from being sidelined or spends willpower to inspire others character in, in characters to re- recover from being sidelined if they are restoring their... Th- this is the same. Yeah, okay. There's so, some copy paste on here. Indeed. Alright, um, so probably the thing to do is just to figure out what element goes with the different characters. Hmm. I'm going to go with loyalty. Done. Hmm. I might go with the element of generosity because, well, I'm essentially trying to make sure that there is enough... Variation? Well, 
enough things to tie the character into a game. Okay. And so that 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 was the stick behind the the the, the sensitive bit. Uh, as here is a blatant GM hook. <laughs> element of generosity seems to fit that. Okay. I'll go for the element of honesty, which means that we have something that covers restoring um, fortitude, energy, generosity. No, sorry, generosity gets us fortitude, honesty gets us courage, and loyalty gets us courage as well. Maybe I should switch that out. For, okay. For um, magic, I suppose. Yep. Because that will give us energy. That is the functional difference. Between them, by the looks of it. Ah, so possibly. As funny, can you have magic? Well, that's the thing. That one of the one of the one of the bits that, while these paragraphs look really similar, yeah. they also expand on what the meanings of the elements are. I mean, for example, the element of magic is found. In the character approaches the world with an outlook of faith and wonder, and strive to see what makes things special. A wondrous char- character focus focuses on the unique and important, looking for uh, looking for what makes each pony, each situation, each experience. Magical. Okay, so ma- now you, Tonya went, went with, with loyalty just because I was picking shit at random. Well, loyal and loyalty restores because we may as well number crunch this a little bit just to make sure. We, so we, loyalty restores, restores courage. Yep. Generosity restores fortitude. Fortitude. Yeah. Okay, and magic restores something else again. Energy. Well, that works. Yep. So we cover we cover yeah. we cover all our bases okay. there. Um, loyalty is. A loyal character desires value and acceptance from their friends and regularly does things in service to their friends that, which they can, uh, which they do not or cannot do in service to others. That's a tricky one. That is a tricky one. That is a tricky one. It's not the same as generosity. Gen- okay. gen- generous- Restoring courage. Yeah, generosity is, they define as being someone who will personally do something themselves to help someone. Mm. While loyalty is, does stuff for their friends. Screw you all. <laughs> I yep. was seeing a bit of di- dickishness in there. Um, dash, dash And dash, dash is the... <laughs> the guiding element of harmony is the primary method that ponies have for recovering lost willpower mm-hmm. by acting in accordance with their guiding element of harmony. So, cough, cough, nature and demeanour yeah. from Vampire. Um, Love, it. Love it. That's good. That's always good to have some, something to, to hang that on. All right. Next bit. The other side of positive character aspects like the elements of harmony is that many characters also have flaws. They are entirely optional. You're not required to have any. And the players and GM should work together to decide if they are appropriate for the group setting or story. I'd like to run without them to begin with. Fair enough. They strike me as the sort of thing that could overly complicate a character. And assuming this is a role-playing game like any other where your characters are going to get more complicated as time goes by, complicating them at the beginning seems these counterintuitive. Are, these are more things to overcome, though. They're stuff that you could leave behind rather than... Yeah. I mean, you, you, are, you are bound to pick up stuff as you go. Mm. It's the built-in built things with characters not being able to deal with social situations and things like that, which, is, which makes sense. It's... Yeah. Um, if we don't want to have them, we don't have to have them. I mean, I'm not staffed to points, so you guys don't. <laughs> um, I'm, I suspect I'm okay. Scanning down the list of flaws, I do find sandwich between intense phobia, <laughs> where you Fear must boats, where you <laughs> must make a um, a courage check each round when they are in the uh, presence of the focus of their phobia. Each time they fail, it they lose a point of courage, and. You are so random, <laughs> due to your character's reputation for being unreliable, odd, or even random, most characters don't take your serious your character seriously until they get to know them. Who could they be thinking? Sandwich between the two of them is 
Do not fear us! He says, maxing out the mat and the mic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do not fear us! Ignore me! Yeah. Due to some aspect of your character, whether it is their heritage, past actions, or even rumours and gossip about them, most characters distrust your character and react fearfully to them in some way until they get to know them. Cough, cough, Luna. Oh, right, right. Yes. Uh, I missed that reference. Well, that is the royal voice. Oh, of course. <laughs> I should have picked that one up. Part is heritage, past actions, or, you know, attempting to freeze the planet. <laughs> I believe that is almost all of the mechanical aspects of the character done, minus those extra experience points. Yes. There is the thing of deciding... Yeah, what are we spending those on? That comes after equipment. And equipment is kind of weird... Because it can include, you know, like, rarities business is Uh, equipment, effectively. Just not very mobile. (laughs) Okay, apparently, well, according to the list anyway, we're supposed to choose what we look like next. But Mm -hmm. I'm happy to leave that till last if anybody did. Unless anybody minds. I I think I can live with that, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I find that sort of stuff tends to change a bit over the course of the game anyway, just as you figure out how the character works. Yeah. Then there's stuff. Yeah, the story of your entire life. History. Okay. Regarding stuff. Oh my god. I believe somebody may have done what is almost a character sketch. There is a picture of a Pegasus with a flying hat, uh, with a flying helmet. And a scarf. And a porn star moustache. Swag. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Being given a suspicious look (laughs) by some kind of bronco pony. Who likes to spin. Indeed. It has if, if the doodle on his back has anything to say. <laughs> it has unshorn fetlocks for... <laughs> so the question is, how do we spend those experience points? Shall I go looking? Wow. We missed that, didn't we? I'm not sure we've come to it yet. Actually, I suspect it's probably in the at the end of the game. Given that we've just ended up in, or I at least have just ended up in um, All About Equestria page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will go and find the... Go and find the table of contents and go from there. Woo! Yes, the problem with doing this on a cell phone is that the screen is very small and the processor is doing its best. (laughs) But it is having to work at rendering these pages and there's a lot of page to render. Can't say this enough. Very pretty. Yeah, actually that, that is worth mentioning. Every page is fully illustrated. Um, well, all the pages have lovely tasteful backgrounds, and many of them have extremely shiny things on them. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's see. Experience points. Oh, where'd you find it? I found it on page 100. Oh. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. This is my scrolling song. <laughs> so this is deep into... Oh, yeah. The um, GM section, if I'm not mistaken. You are not. No, no, this is this is a, this is a kind of a, an intermediary section. Okay. In between them. All right, so what can you use them for? Purchase temporary bonuses, purchase character advancements, restore lost willpower early. So what's an advancement when it's at home? All sorts of stuff. Which will be explained later. <laughs> See page XX. Oh, they are separated <laughs> into improvements which are generally increases in things a character already has, such as skills. Mm-hmm. Developments, which are the addition of new things, mm-hmm. such as a new job or a spell. Special abilities, which are generally additions of new things to a character which can only be gained through their purchase of, with experience points. Okay, so what have we got? Improvements, 
on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. Uh, cost is twice the new job level and experience points. No, so basically, new job level plus two. Oh, oh, well spotted. Thank you very much. Choose a single job and increase its level by one. Can be taken multiple times. Skill up. Cost the new skill level. Okay, so this is just how these things work. Yep. Ooh, awesome aerobatics. Mm-hmm. They improves your aerobatics by one, is it? Ooh. Okay. So. There's AK for you, Ben. AK? Yep. Type improvement, cost 10 experience points, increase the primary at- mind attribute permanently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it looks like you can, in fact, but, um, buff your um, attributes. Yep, you can bootstrap yourself there. They which say is cool. it's permanent. I haven't talked about the mind players yet. <laughs> True, the beast- Ignoring you. <laughs> the, the, the beastries that are <laughs> coming out are a little bit worrying. Okay. Okay. So this is interesting. That I mean, logically, we should be able to spend these points. It's just they didn't tell us when to. Well, I suspect it's at the end of character gen. So that, yeah, the initial list had it as the last bit, but it didn't actually mention that. So I'm guessing this is when we do it. All right. Well, I found a few things, so I'm going to spend some stuff. All right then. Buying stuff from lists is what role players like best. Apparently. Um, Maybe. Craig and I have, if I remember correctly, 25 XP to spend out of the box, and Indeed. Ben has 35. Indeed. Because of his filthy, her- filthy <laughs> earth pony hooves. Um, <laughs> Noisome hoof beast. <laughs> ah, sorry, I found it. Right, the very, we were distracted by the, the porn stash, but the final step of character creation is to spend the experience points your character is entitled to as a part of character creation and to purchase character advancements. The initial character advancements just serve to give your character the first truly free chosen and unique improvements from a list. Does, does it say there the page to go to? Or are you just supposed to scroll through as we just did? We're just supposed to scroll through. Okay. <laughs> You're supposed to scroll down, muttering to yourself for 27 pages. And then <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. These um, almost no two characters are ever alike after these experience points are chosen are spent to develop them. Character advancements are explained later in more detail. <laughs> <you're> playing bingo. <laughs> yes, a few page XXs in this yeah. would really help. That would. That, um, that would. That would. Yeah. Uh, these experience points do not disappear at the end of character creation, and either are not spent stay with the character. However, experience points on their own do not do much by default. Oh, sorry, and by default, character advances must be purchased before or after game sessions, not in the middle of them. Thus, it's best to spend these character points during the character creation instead of saving them. More often than not, the character, uh, characters end up with leftover experience this way. That's tiny, horrible lie because you can spend it for giant bonuses during scenes. Yeah. So. Giant bonuses and not dying, if yeah. I remember correctly. Well. I, I don't. You get sidelined in this game. No pony dies. Okay, so it's a little like being being bonked in TFOS, but um, yeah. no one gets bonked in TFOS. It's actually... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that wasn't weird. All right, so am that. Here's a question. I wonder what the difference between on-the-job training and skill up is, because they both increase Ooh. a single skill by one. One of them costs the new skill level plus two, uh-huh. and one of them costs the new skill level. No, on-the-job training is training your job, so you can increase ah. your delivery pony. Ah, job. well spotted that man. Thank you. And, but if you want to specifically be able to, to navigate, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Well, I think I want to be a better delivery pony. Because I want to be all the pony I can be. I do have a question for you Pegasus folk. Because they mentioned briefly that your aerobatics and weather control skills went up with your primary stats. So why would you ever buy something separately for those stats? I'm not sure. I suppose they're a bit Is cheap. something that goes up automatically with your if you buy that, new primary stats? That's the impression I got. But I suppose they are cheaper. Hmm. They're half the price, so you would get... Hmm. On hmm. the other hand, if you're going to get a bump not only to your um, aerobatics and weather skills, plus base attributes, hmm. why the hell wouldn't you go with the um, go with the doubles? Yeah. It's more... What's the word I'm looking for here? It has a broader effect. Mm. Yeah. Swiss off Swiss army knifey. Hmm, indeed. Yeah. Wow, my brain is fried. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearing the end of the process. Indeed. I think we've got a couple of episodes to watch, so we really get in the mood. Well, you wanted to kick off into a game straight away. Because <laughs> if you were, I stab you with a pencil. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I thought we'd finished watching season two. I thought we did too. I don't think that was going to stop Ben. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Um, there are a crap load of interesting abilities though I'm still looking for the one where you completely shatter reality do you want to build a pony historian with summon (laughs) Hasa oh that would be good (laughs) okay apparently there is a special ability the perfect pet yep so you can can get a, a pet although I have no earthly I don't, I don't even want to know yeah. why Kevin is making the strangled noises. Because I suspect the reason is going to be Grotesque. because it's unwholesome. <laughs> do you want to do you want us to pause recording no. so you can slander some poor No. <laughs> no, I am happy slandering people on, on recording. <laughs> um, you are the worst person ever. <laughs> Well, bad and should be made to feel bad. Ooh, yes, I'm spending five uh, five experience points on boundless energy. Hmm, because that will make me truly annoying. Actually, I was thinking of the special the special ability that makes Pinkie Pie Pinkie Pie, but apparently they're not they weren't determined not to make it that that easy. But the idea of doing Howard Prentice Lovecraft the Pony <laughs> would be fascinating. I see. <laughs> That, that, that is a thing, yes. Okay, well, I've spent 11 points in bumping up my delivery poniness, my navigation, and also getting hoof-to-hoof combat, because frankly it just sounds funny. Yeah, that's good, that's good. What about a winged victory? Do we know what an appropriate tool is? When you go through adding up the tasks, the number of tool CDs you have... <laughs> <laughs> so that's no. a no? No. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we don't know what an appropriate tool is. It, basically, it's anything that you... Have about your have about your person that would aid in this task. Okay, that sounds that that sounds appropriate for generally flying with wings. I will go with some winged victory. At the trifling cost of five XP. Okay, so the special abilities are in fact stunts. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. All right, I will take winged victory. I think I will take tough as horseshoes. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, I am not in fact planning. For this to be the fighter of the party. That's fair. Actually, where are the buffing the attributes things? 
What would be a fun Oh, one? man. What? Sorry, there's a ability called for 15 experience points called Flash of Insight. When you purchase a temporary bonus via experience points, you gain an additional two for the same experience cost. I believe you also get a discount to that for being an Earth Pony as well. <laughs> wow, okay. I suspect I have spotted a typo in the Pegasus Pony stuff because yep. there's awesome aerobatics, which increases the aerobatics by mm-hmm. one. Then there's a wondrous weathercraft, which increases the aerobatics by one. I'll give you that one. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the wondrous weathercraft. <laughs> Actually, can I go with the wondrous weathercraft? No, I can't because I don't have enough points. Never mind. Uh, but hey, that was the thing. That totally happened. Okay, I've just boosted my body score by one Ooh. to three. And if I understand correctly, that also boosts some of my secondary attributes. Oh, dear God. And I can't remember which ones. Um, they were energy and fortitude. But also willpower, yes? No. Because that's That we need three. to check. That we need to check, yeah. That wasn't super fantastically clear. And probably one of those things that filthy <coughs> role players will try to explain. I am a filthy role player. I have one XP left, I think. Well done. You're a true min-maxer. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Um, Sorry, two XP left. Up, uh, up, uh, uh, It does. Uh, it, uh, boosts, uh. It, it busts my willpower as well. Busts my willpower to eight. Yeah, Ooh, I'm going to uh. just make sure that... Let's see if I can find a bit that says... I think I may be done. Did you want me to go and look up the... Uh, how the numbers work thing for you, Tonya? Since... Sorry, which numbers? The... No, uh, I found it. The attributes. Oh, okay. Well, the, which, which adds which. What, mm. I'm, what we might suggest is hitting the forums and find out where they clarify that one. Actually, I've just found it on the My Little Pony Role Playing as Magic character sheets, mm-hmm. where it's got it basically in the little grey subtext under the um, uh, uh, under the attribute line. Um, subtext is all important. <laughs> so it's a running title. It's a running title. That, 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 seems, that seemed like one of the, the strong possibilities. I always like check these things. I get a sick thrill colouring within the lines. Okay, that's... Oh. Also, we completely blasted through a section, so we may have to um, skip back and... Uh, we did? Special Purpose. Oh! Oh my! Yes. <laughs> oh, tell us about Special Purpose then, then. Okay. By all means. the thing by, I think, by which we get our cutie, cutie marks. Indeed. We made oh, that, all those terrible jokes. You know, this is possibly an indication <laughs> that the next time we do one of these things, we can actually read the fucking system first. Well, so, <laughs> we might have to do well, a... This is fun this way. We might have to do Brilliant. a read-through and make notes, and then, then do it again and sound a little less disorganised. Mm. Oh wow, I did have some drinks. Now that you have your now that your character has the most basic information <coughs> We do? Okay. Breed and age is set. The next step of the character creation is to develop their special purpose on cutie mark. A pony's special purpose is potentially the most powerful powerful mechanical asset, reflecting reflecting that it is the central drive as well as the area ability they with which they truly excel. From the moment they first discover it, a special purpose defines and empowers a pony in their efforts to shape the world around them. Mechanically, when a pony's special purpose applies to a task, they get half again their roll result as a bonus. This is explained in more detail later. <laughs> <laughs> well played, people. Well played. <laughs> They could half the size of the document simply by removing the words. This is explained in more detail later. 
I contemplated inserting the statement at the end of every sentence, but I haven't been able to because frequently it's already there. <laughs> a special purpose is is often within a pony waiting to be discovered before it ever manifests itself as a cutie mark. Young ponies usually find that their special that their special purpose, once discovered, turns out there must have been a sale hyphens or something, and turns out to be related to something in which they are already exhibited unique talent or special interest. Because of this, all ponies and skills uh, have skills and that are largely in line with their special purpose. Creating one for a character sets the tone and theme for that character, and is the first major step in developing and making them totally unique. We are dreadful role players. We, <laughs> we are, are bad people. We are the worst role players ever. We should totally have done that before we did everything else. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I was getting at, yes. Special purpose. There is no set and exact formula for developing and defining a character's special purpose. They are just as diverse and vary just as wildly as ponies themselves. However, there are a few guidelines that can assist assist with creating a character's special purpose. Often, no one guideline sets a pony's special purpose, usually as a combination of of how few apply to them which provides the basis for a special purpose. I'm getting really confused saying that word. Though ponies can certainly embody a particular guideline almost exclusively. Thus, when creating a character, it's best to use these guidelines as a way of measuring the validity. The more appropriately or abundantly the guidelines apply, the more justified the special purpose. Of course, the GM is final say, and all characters' special purposes to ensure the game balance and should work with players to help develop ones that are unique. All special purposes can be developed, can be expressed comfortably in a single sentence with my special purpose is. If a special purpose is too long to fit comfortably in one sentence, it's most likely too specific or complex. And I'll give some examples there. I could step in on this one. Yeah, yeah, give it. <laughs> For example, to find gems, make clothes, be beautiful and fabulous and refined, and run a successful boutique in Ponyville selling dresses does not fit comfortably into the above sentence. And it is an example of a special purpose, which is far too complex and specific. Something like, to bring out the beauty in the world fits comfortably into the sentence, and is thus a much better special purpose. Broad enough to apply to many special, many specific things, but it's still narrow enough to relate to areas of interest. For a special purpose, as in many other things, it is best to keep it simple. A pony's special purpose often relates to one or more of the following six dimensions of their character. Their goals, their passions, their calling, their convictions, their heritage, and or their destiny. Uh-huh. Destiny! Well, I've just doodled a little picture of a house, so I'm going to say that that's the cutie mark I'm going for. And what is your special purpose? Is it a goal? A special purpose? A passion, a calling, a conviction, a heritage, or a destiny? I'm going to relate it to the job. Mm-hmm. And say that I became an architect because I like building homes. I like making a home. Okay. Uh, does that sound like a goal? End result of military conclusion? Not quite. No. Not quite. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like be the best, the the, the fastest Pegasus in Equestria. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Special purpose that relates to a pony's passion is very personal to them. Involves a deep need to express and body ideal or concept in their own unique way. It is usually artistic in nature, but doesn't need to be defined by a particular form of art. Sounds good. Or a calling is um, often in service to others directly, and it involves concepts of selflessness, compassion, and duty. Uh, compassion and duty. So it could be crossover those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously something that needs to be gone away and thought about then. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean it makes sense. It's just you can you can have it fall into one of those categories fairly, mm-hmm. fairly comfortably. Uh-oh. 
I think for a delivery pony, goals doesn't really seem to fit so well. And passions are likewise. Calling there may be something to go with. <laughs> Destiny maybe not. Hmm. Calling has anybody got any thoughts? Not sensible ones. <laughs> What's the silly one? Because then possibly in the process of shooting down your silly suggestion. I just, just had this mental image of, 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 you know, what is your passion? I deliver the mail. I deliver it very, very well. What drives you, son? Revenge! <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, look, a sack full of doorknobs. <laughs> Equally, you could go with something that has absolutely nothing to do with anything else on your character sheet and say that your passion, that, that you have a deep passion for the dance. Actually, something, if, we, if I step away from the, the um, delivery pony bit mm-hmm. momentarily... Mm. Just for your day job. That's true. Yeah, given that I've got... You might have that music down your soul. Indeed. Calling. Pardon? Communication is culture. That's not bad. I, I might go with that. Um, it's a bit of fucking deep for my little pony, isn't it? <laughs> For Dresden Files, <laughs> <laughs> it may be a little dark for my little pony. No, but, um, no, deep. Armies. Yeah, deep, I think. <laughs> yes, and communication is culture. What else is, could there be? Well, we have here somebody who will throw themselves into a situation and try to make it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's be prepared and help people, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit Boy Scouty, but. It, I was going to say, are, are you a troop leader in your spare it, time? It is a little bit Boy Scouty now that you mentioned. <laughs> I don't know. The Boy Scouts are suspicious of people with moustaches like that. Must you destroy everything that is nice? <laughs> you are the reason why we cannot have nice <laughs> things. Shall we call it here? Okay. Yes. <coughs> you have been going for hours and hours and hours. Also, I can't find the mouse pointer. Oh, there it is. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of why The Big Red Couch is not an actual play podcast. Thank you for sticking through that experimental phase of ours, and we hope to be back with our regular scheduled content as soon as possible. If you're curious, we did actually go on to run a multiple session game, while not heavily relying on the... um, rules as written and it was quite an enjoyable experience so i hope it doesn't come across as we are treating the game too harshly the producers came out with two further editions which i'm sure address some of our queries though we didn't state them at the time and well hooray for creativity and enthusiasm which let's be fair is a good thing okay Thanks very much, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Want to hear more of our shenanigans? Then go to hoarde.net and click on the button that looks like a couch. The Big Red Couch is released under Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported from creativecommons.org. All music on the show comes from the album Universal Fluff Theory by Krakatoa. Visit them at krakatoa.com or follow the link from our page. See you next time!